You are listening to episode 22 of the Aligned Actor podcast. Folks, this episode is just one, I hope, of many that are going to come out in the coming weeks, months, years of uh, the life of the Aligned Actor and my life as Amy Schlerb. Um, this is a podcast episode. I mean, it falls into the same vein as the 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 one that I did. What was it called? It was called. It was episode nineteen. The racist lie I tell myself as a white actor. Um, so this podcast is inspired much like that one in the sense that I've been examining how I show up in the world and how I want to show up in the world as an anti-racist. And so this episode takes a look at spiritual wellness and practices within spiritual wellness that I started to wrestle with uh, as a result of starting to do this anti-racism work. So this podcast episode, and there's also a blog post um, on my blog about it as well. I will link to that in the show notes. And, but this episode is very much, the episode itself is not a work in progress because you're listening to it. It's been published. It's out there. But the work that I'm doing uh, in this space and in this way right now is very much a work in progress for me. So this is a step on the journey. It is not the final answer. I don't know what the final answer is, but this is where I'm headed. And this is what I'm starting to unpack and look at. Uh, And I have many other ideas of areas that I want to examine and think about and do future podcasts and blog posts about. But this is where I started. And so this is what I have for you right now. Please enjoy. Welcome to the Aligned Actor Podcast. I'm Amy Schlerb, and I am an actor and a student of conscious creation, looking to learn, grow, and share my experiences with you so that together we can master our mindsets and manifest the careers of our dreams. Let's play. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Lately, I have been examining how I show up in the world. And part of that is that I desire to practice anti-racism in all areas of my life. And especially as a student of conscious creation, one of the areas that I'm examining and seeing how I show up in the world is the world of spiritual wellness. Um, I kind of decided that I can't continue to build my presence in this space uh, as the aligned actor, company, brand, whatever, Uh, without acknowledging some of the things that I'm currently wrestling with regarding spiritual wellness and cultural appropriation. So the Aligned Actor as a platform is very much in its foundational stages, and I want to cultivate a high level of self-reflection and a willingness to adjust early on so that my voice in this space can always reflect my truest intentions and the highest good of all. I've been working through the book Me and White Supremacy, by Layla F. Saad, and really wrestling with myself in each reflective journaling prompt that she so beautifully um, puts forth in that work. And the chapter entitled You and Cultural Appropriation uh, 
really led me to question all of the spiritual wellness practices that I use and that I enjoy sharing with other people. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I am right now. And that's what this podcast episode is really about. Um, and Saad also has two beautiful um, blog posts that she has on her blog, specifically addressing spiritual white women and our duty to combat white supremacy. And I really highly recommend that you read them. Uh, I'm going to put a link to them in the show notes. Uh, they're called I Need to Talk to Spiritual White Women About White Supremacy, Part 1 and then Part 2. So I encourage you to go and seek those out and read them and enjoy them and learn from them. So just before we get too far into this journey, um, I also want to note that I'm sharing my own journey and my own self-reflections. And I don't intend any of this as a call out of anyone. My intention with sharing this is purely to invite other people to engage in their own self-reflection. You have to decide what feels right for you. Um, I'm still very much at the beginning of this journey and I am absolutely certain that there are far more practices that I want to and need to examine and question. But this is just sort of where my mind has led me first based on the practices that I engage the most. Okay, <clears throat> so <laughs> the first practice that I started to question was meditation. And when I first questioned the cultural appropriation of meditation, I thought, well, okay, yeah, meditation may come from the East as a spiritual practice. But you know, now like science tells us that it's a beneficial health practice for everyone. So it's totally fine. Ew. However, <laughs> upon further reflection, I realized that I know next to nothing about the religious and cultural origins of meditation. Furthermore, my thought, that actual thought that, you know, science tells us meditation is a beneficial health practice, is actually an example of Western white supremacist culture putting its stamp of approval on a practice that at one time was dismissed and denigrated. So today it's trendy for people to meditate, but only because it's been approved of by and practiced by a lot of white people. <laughs> so additionally, it's mostly white people who are profiting off of the commodification of meditation and mindfulness. And while I was researching um, to write a blog post about this and then to put it into this podcast, I came across two articles. One is from Vice and the other is from Glamour UK. They're both about the cultural appropriation and commodification of spiritual wellness practices, many spiritual wellness practices. So both are excellent, and I'm going to put both of those in the show notes as well. The one from Vice is called To Some Mindfulness Feels Too Whitewashed to Embrace, and the Glamour UK one is called How Wellness Got Whitewashed. So now I'm really wrestling with this idea that meditation has been culturally appropriated and commodified. Now, personally, I don't feel the need to give up my own personal private meditation practice as a whole. Uh, I believe that quieting my mind for 10 minutes um, and, you know, trying to release all thoughts and sort of turn off my brain and turn inward during that time, it doesn't really harm anyone. Additionally, I feel that 
further study of the history and the cultural and spiritual aspects of various forms of meditation may help to deepen my appreciation of it um, and make it a more powerful practice for me. So I'm going to go ahead and do that as well. Um, But what I definitely do feel the need to change is the way in which I may one day profit from this practice. Uh, I'm creating a few online courses for the Aligned Actor brand and I wanted to include some guided meditations. I thought that would be a fun and helpful resource for people. But now I no longer feel comfortable calling something that I've created a meditation because I know far too little about the origins of meditation and now at least a little bit more about the cultural appropriation of it. So additionally, (laughs) one of the types of meditations that I was creating centered around forgiveness, which led me to examine and question a forgiveness meditation that I had been taught, the Ho'oponopono prayer of forgiveness. Now the Ho'oponopono is a spiritual practice from ancient Hawaii, And I knew that I couldn't lead people in this meditation prayer because I'm not Hawaiian and I've only ever been guided through it a handful of times on a recording. So I knew that as a white person and, you know, someone who's not native Hawaiian uh, and someone who'd only, who hadn't really been taught it properly, uh, that I knew that creating a piece around this prayer was a definite no for me. I thought about sort of incorporating my favorite parts of the prayer into my own original piece but then I very quickly realized that that was perhaps even worse than just sharing the prayer itself because then I would have been literally engaging in whitewashing by stripping a spiritual and cultural practice of its of all of its cultural context and its sacred meaning so that was absolutely out of the question so in the end what I did was I wrote my own forgiveness piece uh I wrote what I would want to experience being guided through a moment of reconciliation with another person. I also wrote a few other guided pieces and for now I'm calling them guided visualizations because they invite the listener to imagine things in their mind rather than just find a, you know, find quiet in their minds or repeat a mantra or something like that, find inner stillness. Uh, is that enough? I'm not sure. I'm still, I'm still questioning this. I'm still considering it and evaluating it. But speaking of the word mantra, as I just said it before, that was the other thing that kind of immediately popped into my head as something that I wanted to take a look at and uh, study and really think about in terms of how I'm showing up in the world. Uh, So I had recently started a Mantra Monday, quote-unquote, sort of practice or post in the Aligned Actor community on Facebook. Uh, I wanted like a really fun way to start the week and engage people around the idea of picking like a phrase to keep in mind for the week, for the days ahead. But then as I was doing my reflection uh, in this space about cultural appropriation, I started to really think about the word mantra and where it comes from and what it actually means versus what it has come to mean in Western culture. So I googled the word mantra and this is what Google told me. Thank you, Google. Uh, It returned two definitions. One, 
originally in Hinduism and Buddhism, a word or sound repeated to aid concentration and meditation. And two, a statement or slogan repeated frequently. And then from vocabulary.com, I found what they say, which is mantra comes from a Sanskrit word meaning a sacred message or text, charm, spell, counsel. So, yeah. Hmm. In my Monday mantra posts, I was clearly thinking of the word in the context of that second entry that I read from Google, a statement or slogan repeated frequently. But I was also desiring to use it to bring my thoughts back to like a positive place of concentration, much like a mantra would do for someone in, a, in actual meditation. So I was thinking about this a lot. And in the end, given my overall level of ignorance, once again, regarding the spiritual meaning and practice of mantras within meditation and meditation in general as something that I'm not particularly familiar with outside of the way it's been presented to me in Western culture, I decided it no longer feels appropriate for me to use the word so casually. So even if my intent is to use the second definition that has become widely used in Western culture, to me that still feels problematic, right? Because the secular definition of mantra, to me, it seems like that is only born out of the cultural appropriation and westernization of the Sanskrit word. So for me, it's not okay anymore. So I'm not going to use it in that way unless, I'm not going to use it as casually anymore. I'm not going to use it in the way of like, oh, my mantra is have fun every day. Or my mantra is vacay every day. That kind of stuff is not really for me anymore. Uh, If someone is literally talking about, uh, a Buddhism or a Hinduism phrase that they repeat, uh, like if I'm listening to Deepak Chopra and he's, you know, telling me a mantra to use in a meditation, then that is a mantra and that I would call a mantra. That's, and that's, you know, just for me. So at first, (laughs) when I went through all of these thoughts, I thought, oh no, but I really liked my Mantra Monday post. Because I love alliteration and it was a really fun way to engage with people. Ah! But ultimately, this was an extremely minor inconvenience. So I, what I did was I challenged myself to get creative and to really look at the heart of what I wanted from those posts and to find a better way. Now, fortunately, that was pretty easy to do. It was pretty easy to change things up while still honoring my same overall goals. I now post a centering thought for the week. Uh, So, you know, it's just a little change and it did nothing to dismantle systemic racism and white supremacy, but it feels better to me and it feels more authentic to me and how I want to show up in the world. And now I'm I'm still working through Saad's book, uh, but I believe that this is part of the work that she wants me to do. Reflecting and questioning how I'm showing up in the world and deciding what changes I want to make and being willing to make adjustments as needed. So this is just the start. I have <laughs> I have several other thoughts that have come into my brain as I was kind of working on this. And um, 
but they're for other future podcast episodes and blog posts and things. Uh, So for now, I'm just going to say to be continued. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. If you feel inspired to do so, please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with your actor pals so that more people can enjoy the good vibes. Also, be sure to join the Aligned Actor community on Facebook by going to facebook.com groups slash the Aligned Actor community. That's the place where this podcast gets interactive. It's a pretty fun party. You're going to want to get in on it. Until next time, remember... You are an amazing actor and you are creating the career of your dreams. Congrats!